Hi, welcome to the Permission Room. I'm Arianne of the House of Permission, and this is Gabriela, my co-host, who runs Mycelium Aventuras Communities. Today, we are going to talk about permission. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Wait, show me your outfit of the day. What are you wearing? That looks cute. Thank you. I'm wearing a red polo shirt with your, well, with some interesting shorts. Cute. (laughs) Thank you. But you know, red is like a, it's a good, for me, it's a power color. Red. I feel good when I wear red. Yeah. um, I'm like, outfit of the day, I think is, it's so important to emphasize that it doesn't have to be about like, leaving your house you know what oh, I mean? no, totally like, I, I love a good work outfit of the day oh my favorite <laughs> outfits of the day are my kimonos and my robes and my lacy things that I just I wouldn't wear outside the house mostly because <laughs> I like to keep those things inside I don't want to taint them with the outside world you know <laughs> exactly. but then I feel just so divine when I'm wearing them it is a I am so grateful that you have brought that practice into my life Hey, you know, it's fun. Bravo TV occasionally serves a purpose. So, you know, that's where I go. You know, that's where I got that from, right? Well, thank you, Bravo. (laughs) Bravo for so much. Indeed. Indeed. How are you doing today? You know, I'm good. I just did this amazing yoga class in a church nearby my house. And it's this beautiful stained glass windows. It's just the most beautiful place to do yoga. And the teacher is amazing. And It was actually really interesting because in my yoga practice journey, I started off doing yoga as a very physical practice, you know, the power yoga and the heated rooms and feeling, you know, oh, I got a great workout out of that class. And through this particular teacher, her name's Tyler, who I have been practicing with since I guess probably 2018, I've shifted into a much more spiritual, emotional type of yoga. And actually today in class, right where we had gotten started, Um, you know, this is New Orleans. So occasionally a drunk fellow will stumble in and was a little bit disruptive. And she, you know, she kind of escorted him out, but he He lunged at her at one point. And so we were like, it was a very, just very disruptive, a little bit violent. He didn't touch her. So it was okay. But he, you know, he ended up leaving and then she came back in and just totally restored the energy. We did some breath work. We did some humming and some vocalizations to kind of clear all of that out. And it was obviously not a great moment, but it was such an interesting take on this is why we practice yoga is so that when we have those disruptive moments, we can call ourselves back to ourselves and then kind of restore that peace from within. And and again, be reminded, where does my power come from? Does it come from that person who came in here to try and disrupt the energy or does it come from us? And So that was one of those, this is part of the practice today. You know, thank God everybody was fine. It was really not, not an issue in the long run, but it definitely made me much more clear on my intention for my, my practice was that, and then, you know, her safety. And I think it just created just a very community feel of how do we love and protect one another? So yeah, it was kind of intense though, but it was good. Yeah. How about you? How's, how's your Sunday evening now? It's been an interesting Sunday because normally like I'm usually out like I'll be out in Casco Viejo it's a very like today's a day where we all go out for pinchos and drink wine and I was just like I don't want to do that today I just want to have a a chill well I don't know that I 
wanted that, but I was surrendering. It was more that I was surrendering to the fact that today I was going to have a very chill day and be by myself. And as one of those where I could have, if I, if I had wanted to go out and do a bunch of stuff, then I definitely could have, I had that, like I could talk to people to go meet up with, but I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit with this and relax into this Sunday and it's beautiful outside and, and just like chill with the cat and like realize I realized, I mean, I love my cat so much, but I just had this like overwhelming love for him today that just makes me feel so happy and grateful that I love him so much and that I get to love something so much and that also he loves me so much. And, and I think because we had been spending the month at a different apartment with another cat and I think he was a very crazy aggressive cat. <laughs> <laughs> who I also love but I feel that he's showering me with so much love right now because we're back home yeah. and and it just is like a wonderful like I just I feel so grateful for that I'm so happy that he's in my life that's amazing yeah and you know what it's kind of like we were talking about last week about like getting sick gives you the contrast of health like for your cat it was probably like the contrast of what it's like to be with another cat who he doesn't totally vibe with and then being back home alone with you he's like mom I I didn't realize how much I love you and how amazing our situation <laughs> is thank you mom this is this is wonderful this is really really wonderful <laughs> To feel the gratitude yeah. of a cat. That's actually amazing because cats usually don't do that. Cats are usually oh. like, this is my world and you're living in it. So, mm -hmm. oh no, he's been super, I was like, cariñoso, like super loving. And, and it's just like, yeah. So that's like, that's the, that's what I, the energy that I am. I just have a lot of love right now. Well, <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Well, let's use that love and talk about some things. What do you want to talk about today? Let's talk about synchronicity. My favorite topic. One of them. <laughs> no, right? Do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna explain what synchronicities are? Sure. Yeah. Well, so I feel like I've felt this for like a long time in my life, even since childhood, but just experiencing those coincidences in life that are like too random. Like it's like, okay, what are the 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 statistical chances of this thing happening are so small and so random, but it's so specific that it's like, you can't make it up. And then it just begs this question of like, where does that come from? How did that happen? Especially because sometimes those synchronicities happen when it's something you've been like desiring or calling in. Sometimes they're totally random, but like when they happen, um, I, it always just sort of makes me feel like I'm in the right place at the right time. Like a really small version of that is like when you're late for something and you show up and there's like the perfect parking spot right out front and you're like, okay, somebody's looking out for me today. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have a small example I can share, but do you have anything yes. you want to talk about in terms of kind of like how you experience it or, de or define it from like a more general perspective? I mean, for me, there it's 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 like what you're saying these like I'm exactly where I need to be right now and a lot of it for me a lot of it comes through music and songs so I'll be like when I'm out of the, like walking about and like I'm shopping or something like that and I'll walk into a store and they're playing a song that is that 
I mean, it's not just like some random pop song in the top 20, but it'll be like a song that's really special to me or one that I had been listening to on repeat earlier that day. And it's, it's this, okay, I'm supposed to be here right now. And also that I'm not alone. Like there's like somebody's in communication or something is in communication with me. And, and it's, it's just, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm being accompanied yeah. and it's a really, it's a, it, they're so fun. Totally. Yes. Like that's kind of how I feel with a lot of these is like, it's almost like the universe is like, congratulations, you have followed your intuition. And to make sure that you like have that sign that we know we're always looking for signs. What's the sign? You know, it's like, here's a sign that was, you followed it correctly. Like you used you used your internal map and you followed it. Here's your prize, you know, <laughs> like, I'll tell you the story because I think it kind of gets into it. So this is, I had been visiting you in mm -hmm. Bilbao and I was flying back to the U S and I had to fly through Paris. Um, so I flew Bilbao, Bilbao, Paris, Paris to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to new Orleans. And when I had lived in Spain, which I think was like five years before this particular trip, I had bought this pair of shoes, this red sneaker that was a brand that was literally called like no name, no name brand. And it was a brand that was all about just like being neutral and nothing and like not, you know, not like selling itself. So it was like kind of obscure because you kind of had to be like, yeah, I want a pair of shoes that is explicitly not a brand, you know, <laughs> but is a nice <laughs> pair of shoes. So anyway, so I like those were my travel shoes for a while. I was wearing them that day. There were some other adventures that happened in the airport, but we'll we'll skip those. And I <laughs> So, you know, I'm in Paris and I, I get on my plane and it's a double decker plane. I've traveled a lot in my life. I had never been on the double decker plane before. And I was like, this is so exciting. Of course, I did not have a seat in the double decker part. My, my assigned seat was the third row from back in the middle of one of those groups of four seats and you and I had been out like at a festival till probably four in the morning the night before. So I was just like, Oh my God, this is going to be terrible. But I'm like, you know what? Deep breath. We're just going to do it. So when I get on the plane, there's a flight attendant who's directing you towards where your seat is. And I just jokingly asked him, how do I get upstairs? And he looked at my ticket and he was like, well, not with this ticket. And I was like, okay. <laughs> So I go to the back towards my seat before I can even sit down. This woman pops up and she's like, are you here? Oh my God. My husband is sitting way up in section 10 C. Would you mind switching with him? So he could come and sit back here with me. And I was like, absolutely. I would be happy to. So <laughs> she, I, she, you know, so up down the aisle I go and I run into the same flight attendant and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, somebody asked me to switch with somebody up here. And he was like, oh, okay. And then as we're in that interaction, a, a man comes up and because this was an international flight, some of the flight attendants spoke French and English. Some of them spoke Spanish and English. And mm -hmm. so a gentleman approached the two of us and he was clearly a Spanish speaker. And so the, the man comes up to him and asks the flight attendant, like in kind of broken English, you know, can you help me find my seat? And the flight attendant just winks at me and he says, do you speak Spanish? And I said, I sure do. So then I say to this gentleman, oh, well, you know, and in Spanish, I'm like, oh, my seat is actually just right here, 10C or whatever it was. I can't remember, you know, if you want to sit there. And he says, wow, I, I would love to. That's actually where my friends are sitting. Do you, you don't mind? And I said, no, of course they don't mind. So the guy sits there and then the flight attendant says, come with me. And he takes me upstairs. 
<laughs> and then I sit down and the guy next to me is wearing the same no name shoes, like in a different color. And it was bonkers. <laughs> and I I mean, and the flight attendant was just like, there you go. That's where you're supposed to be. And it was just like this incredible moment of synchronicity where you're like, how can you make that up? And like, there were all these little steps along the way. It was like, I had to speak Spanish. I had, you know, uh, multiple people had to want to rearrange their seats. And it just felt so divine. I don't know. That's not, it's just, it's crazy. No, it is. Because it is it's the everything that you had to do to get there is outrageous. Yeah. It was so funny. I don't know. It was Tell so me. fun. I know you had a really fun one recently. I I had I had an amazing one. That okay. So I think because and I shared it in the in our one of our audios. So I'm gonna play. Let's play the clip. Cool. And then and then I'll follow up with the story. Okay. Hello again, permission room. I just wanted to share a practice that I. I'm going to engage in this weekend. Um, it is, so I have an eye infection right now, so I can't wear contacts. I wear contacts and some really bomb-ass glasses. Um, but yeah, I can't wear contacts right now. And you know, the weekend's coming up and I'm gonna be like, I mean, I'm not like going out, out this weekend, but like, you know, as we say, in Spanish, which is like, you know, I'm going out on the town, I'm going to go strut my stuff, flaunt, work it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I can't do it with my contacts in. So I'm going to be wearing my glasses. And, you know, my initial reaction to that is that, like, uh, I don't, I don't feel sexy when I wear my glasses. I love my glasses so much, but I don't feel sexy when I wear them. I feel sexy when I wear my contacts. Um, so the practice for this weekend is, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to feel sexy in my glasses and I'm going to work with that. Like, like, why can't I be sexy with my glasses on? And, you know, and then the other side of that is like getting curious and sort of like excited about, ooh, like what type of person am I going to attract while wearing glasses and I I mean like men and women and everyone French like all types you know any type of connection like who am I going to make connections with that maybe is because I'm wearing glasses um so it's like switching things up and you know I could because that's the thing like I could just be like oh like um, I'm gonna wear my glasses and I'm not gonna feel great and blah 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 I'm like look no I can shift my perspective I can step into my power and own this and then I mean it's like how unstoppable am I going to be if I feel, if I can like feel myself and feel like, feel super sexy with my glasses on, without my glasses, it's like win-win, win-win in all situations. Um, which, you know, brings me back to like, you know, I think the key to happiness, and I'm not the only one that thinks that, but like the key to all of this work is it's really about learning how to be present. Like we, if we can be present, we don't suffer because, you know, when you're content, it's this feeling that you have everything that you need. And, you know, again, also the, I was just journaling and 
the phrase be without wanting came up and I haven't thought about that phrase in like two years and that was a really important one for me I wrote that on my I wrote that on my mirror right when I started to when I started this like spiritual journey and you know that's like that really is the key is is just to be able to love yourself in all situations and you know it also makes me think of like when I when I didn't drink for four months the I mean there's a there are many reasons as to why I did that but a, a, one of the standout things was that like I can now like I can be comfortable in any social situation like and there's not going to be like oh my god where am I going to get my next drink like why are they taking so long with the drinks like all this stuff or, you know and I live living in Bilbao the drinking culture is very like there's a lot of drinking and a lot of food and life revolves around going out to eat and drinking and bar hopping um and so being able it's like the ultimate like it's uncomfortable it was super uncomfortable at first but then like once I was you know after a couple of weeks I was like oh yeah I can be in any situation that I want now because I don't need anything I'm fine sitting here with myself I love myself I'm comfortable with myself and that is that is power that is power okay so before I go into part two, I just want to clarify what I mean in the second part of this clip, talking about like the importance of being present and and like being without wanting and how I what I was trying to explain was relating that to this being able to be out and be wearing my glasses, but being out, but not wanting to be wearing my contacts, not feeling like I was missing out on something because, or not missing out, but just like not wanting to be wearing my contacts, just being present, I'm wearing my glasses, the end. Like that's what, that's what's happening. I'm not spending energy needing to change the situation. It's just accepting, like that's being Yeah, present. just total acceptance, yes. Right, exactly. Yeah, and then the universe is like, great job for following your intuition of total acceptance with yourself here's a prize. Yes. Oh, and it was a sweet prize. <laughs> so, okay. I'm at this, I'm out, I'm out. And, and like, so before, like I had done some mirror work, I looked at myself and I was like, okay, I look good in my glasses. But I mean, I like, I really believed it. I was like, I look cute today. I look good in my glasses. Okay, here we go. I'm doing it. And then I was so sort of conscious of the fact I was wearing my glasses, but then I just like stopped. It was like, I didn't think about it anymore. And I met a guy who was objectively hot. Like there's not a person <laughs> that will not think that this person is not attractive. And, and it's oh, worth saying, because you and I both love people who aren't objectively attractive. And, oh yes, you know, absolutely. All the time. Oh, yeah. so. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people can fit into what we find attractive, totally. but like objectively, I mean like just wow. So anyway, we're talking and then we're flirting and then there's clearly chemistry and things get a little, you know, you know. And he says to me, Gabriela, you look so hot in your glasses. Like, what? And like, no one has ever said that to me. Like, that's not, it's not like I 
will often go out and then that's a common topic of conversation like I also had not said anything to him about my glasses it was out of nowhere and I just like I mean I I want to say that I totally guffawed in that moment but I don't I think I think I handled it pretty well I was jumping for joy inside my body but I was like cool as a cucumber outside but it was just one of those like like what how did that happen and it and it felt so wonderful and really powerful that I mean because this is again like I set the intention I set that intention I was like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna look beautiful in my glasses and then to hear the universe so quickly reward basically reward that intention was it was really fun (laughs) I know and I mean it's like on the one hand I'm like I hate to even use the word reward because it's like is it that or whatever? But I mean, I had this one experience, I was at a music festival and I was like kind of by myself, but I was like with some friends, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like part of their group. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, I was like the oddball out, but like with some people who were also going to the festival and we were watching, might've been like lane eight or something. And I remember watching the girls that I was with interact with each other as girls in a clique. They had listened to one of the songs together. So when it came on, they were all, all over each other. And I was like, oh my God, I feel odd man out. I feel kind of jealous because I want to be in on that. But then Mm -hmm. I was sitting with that feeling and I was like, I, I'm not really jealous. This is totally valid. They don't know me, you know, or they're just meeting me. I've just met them for the first time today. Of course, they're going to have these moments that I'm not a part of. And I just want to be a part of that. And, and it made me realize that my jealousy in that moment was really just like, an intense feeling. And I don't have to act on this. I don't have to begrudge them for their beautiful moment. I can just sort of hold space for that, hold space for myself for also validly feeling kind of left out or craving Mm -hmm. of that same kind of intense love and connection. And, and I can just be here and I can just dance and I can just have fun by myself. And, And then with them, once that moment's over kind of thing. And as I was thinking about that, you know, it's a festival. So all of a sudden, you know, this light show starts and they drop confetti across the whole, you know, area. And I was like, this feels like a graduation. I feel like the universe was just like, happy graduation. (laughs) You have learned a very valuable lesson. And what's so amazing is that I really haven't experienced jealousy in a negative way since. I've definitely experienced jealousy. It just now Mm -hmm. when I experience jealousy, I remember that moment and I'm like, no, this is just an intense feeling. This is just something that's teaching me about something that I want and crave, which in that particular instance was I'm really craving female community. So, okay, how do I now go and get female community? How do I build that separately, you know, and not hold anything against them, but now right. learn from that. The, the graduation moment, that is, that's like a, that's a really great visual to explain yeah. it. Well, Absolutely. And, and it, just, it helps me now whenever I'm in challenging situations to just kind of remind myself of that. Again, it's like, where's the lesson? What are we learning here? You know, mm-hmm. but wait, I know mm-hmm. you have, what's your Tina Turner story? Oh, so I, well, like I'm obsessed with Tina Turner. She, I was, I've Tina Turner for Halloween since, I don't know, sophomore year of college or for carnival. Like I only dress oh. like her. Obsessed. You've been, My you've been obsessed. blessed to be sort of a doppelganger. Yes, actually. Yes. There we go. That's true. Also. Yeah. That was in the Colegio Mayor. Everyone called me Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was posting a reel onto Instagram and I used one of her songs 
Um, and it was the first Tina Turner song that I had used in posting reels. I was pretty new into posting reels. And I, I also did a yoga practice right afterwards and I was sobbing throughout the practice. And I was like, I don't know where this is coming from. Like what's happening here. And then after I finished yoga, I look at my phone and, and Tina Turner had just died. And I was like, wow, like, okay, that explains it. And it is, I mean, it is reaffirming that really, that deep connection that like, you know, I, that I have towards her. Like I, I felt it. I felt something there. And that's also that, you know, we're talking about synchronicities in the sense of these beautiful moments, or, I mean, I guess with the graduation moment that is working through something that is sort of challenging. And so they are, they're, the, the synchronicities are not always going to be like, woo, yay, wonderful. Sometimes they're sad, but it's still this like, oh, I'm not alone. I, there's, I'm connected to something. I'm, I'm experiencing something that's like in the collective. Yes. I think that's exactly it. Right. It's like, they, I mean, sometimes for me, it's as simple as like, when I see a Corgi walking down the street, I just feel some like alignment, you know, it could be that, or it can also be these bigger things. But yeah, I think that's, that's what I really feel in them is that it gives me that sense of like connectivity to, to the bigger picture. And I mean, this just brings up another story for me, which is I was on this road trip from California back to the South and I passed through Tucson. I decided I was going to go spend a little bit of time exploring the saguaro forests with all the, the cacti. And um, I just felt really intensely called to do this. You know, it was kind of like, well, should I just get on the road and kind of keep going or should I take a moment, pause and explore? And I felt really intensely, I need to go explore these, take pictures and just be there. So I was driving around, stopping at different places. I mean, these cactuses are, are huge. They're 60 feet tall. You know, they're just giant. It's, inc it's an incredible way to go get new perspective on your life because it's just, it just feels like something from another planet. And I pull over in one little area and I'm, I drive a Jeep. So I was hopping out of my Jeep to go, to go take some photos. And then this other Jeep pulls in right behind me. And this woman gets out and she, she says, Hey, and she kind of hollers at me and I'm like, hi. And she's like, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, sure. And she's like, you know, I saw your Jeep driving around. Obviously I have a Jeep too. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it at first. And then I saw your Louisiana license plate. And I, I just have to tell you, I'm, I'm adopted and I'm from Texas. I grew up in Texas, but I just found out last week that my birth father is from Louisiana from Cajun country. Where are you? Are you from Louisiana? Tell me your Louisiana connection. And we just had this really beautiful moment that made me realize like, oh, sometimes I think that, you know, like on the airplane story, oh, this is about me. Right. But it's not like, it was about just sort of the, the whole connection and interaction with everybody. And in this particular story, it was so obvious to me that I was being called there at this exact moment in time, not for me, but for her, this was a moment for her to almost get closure and peace and for her to have that synchronicity moment of, I just found out that I have this connection to Louisiana. And then this woman from Louisiana appears in my life. You know, it was just a really, again, just moment that reminds us like, we're actually all, we are all connected. We, mm -hmm. you know, and if you, if you kind of tune your sensors into listening to the world, listening to your intuition, you hear those things, you find those things. Like that, that, like that happened to me yesterday or, or yeah, two days ago where I, I was working from home, but I was feeling really, really restless and some of my plans were getting changed. And I was like, you know what? 
I need to stop working. I'm not getting anything done. And so I went to go say bye to my friends who were leaving to do the Camino de Santiago for a couple of days. And which I originally wasn't going to be able to say bye to them, but because my plans had changed. So I went to go say bye. I was in their house chilling. And then I was like, okay, I think like they were about to leave. So I was, I was about to, I was getting my stuff together. And I was like, hey, do you guys like want me to have a key to your apartment while you're gone? Because normally they give me a key to water their plants, but I killed a plant last time I was <laughs> in charge of water duty. So I don't always get the keys. But this time I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe for some reason, maybe maybe they need me to have a key. I don't know. And I I also I just kind of like to hang out in their apartment sometimes, even when there's somebody there. It's a special friendship. So actually, the whole reason that we met is another one of these amazing stories of synchronous news, but I'm going to save that story for another time because there are other lessons in it too. But so anyway, I take the key, I go home, hours pass, and then I get a message from my friend who's like, hey, we just met this really, really cool guy and he's going to be traveling to Bilbao. And I told him he could stay in my apartment. So can you meet up with him since you have a key and give him the key? And I was like, oh, perfect. Like, I get it. Like, that's why like, that's why I felt needed to have the key was so that I could be able to give this key to this person in the apartment so he could stay there. And, and I was like, I was also really like, we met the next day and I was really, really excited to meet him because he's like, really, really cool guy. But I, it was this feeling that was, this is, again, this is sort of happening, like I'm involved in his story here, but this story is much more about him and his and the end of his trip and this really special moment for him being back in Bilbao and us being able to hang out. But it is much more about like, I mean, as I felt it was very divine and and it was very driven by my intuition to participate in it, but it was, it was really like, this was, this was for him. And that felt, it was really nice to be able to be part of that. So was, cool. So fun. I mean, we're just like, we're just all connected. So awesome. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um. Well, okay. So, you know, for anybody who's listening, you know, I'm curious to hear if you guys want to share feedback with us later about whether you experience any of these kinds of synchronicities yourself, share some of those with us. But for anybody who wants to explore experiencing some of this, I mean, Gabriella, do you have suggestions? Do you have a practice around this? What do you do? I, I do. So I do a couple of things, but the, one of the things is part of my morning practice is I call in my divine council, which are my guardian angels and like deceased relatives and like Tina Turner is definitely part of my divine council. Of course. Um, and people that are alive also are also part of my divine council. Like my parents are part of it. But anyway, I get, I have like a little conversation where it is, it's also sort of like setting the intention for the day in general like what I, yeah, how, what the energy I want to bring into that day is going to be. And I also say my morning affirmations during that time. But then I also, I set the intention of, hey, universe, hey, divine council. I'm really looking forward to how we're going to communicate today. I'm open to hearing how you want to speak to me. I'm going to be looking out for these signs. And so it's just like, that makes me hyper aware of it to begin with. And then I reinforce that practice at the end of the day, I have a synchronicities journal. So it's just like a gratitude journal. But then at the end of the day, I, I make a list of all of the things that I can remember that were those types of moments. And that way it's like, I'm training my brain to look for these things to happen. It's like, it's also when, 
like setting your alarm for 11 11 or 12 12 which I, I don't do that now, but I used to do that for a really long time. And so now like automatically, like my brain at 11, 11, I just, I know to look at the clock. I know what I know. That's something that's like trained inside of me. It's that it's, it's training yourself to, to just to pay attention to these things. Yeah. And it almost like, especially with the alarm, but making it a choice to shift yourself into gratitude, to shift yourself into that feeling of connectivity. So, you know, for anybody who's like, I don't believe any of this stuff. That's all. <laughs> it's at least, I think, just one of those moments where you can sort of choose, okay, you know, at this moment of the day, I'm going to center myself and come back to this feeling of we're all connected. We're all part of this experience together. And I have gratitude for what I'm going through or, you know, for my cat or for having this moment of peace or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because and it is true. Because I was thinking, like, yeah, you can believe it or not. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know do, it, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's so far fetched sometimes, but <laughs> but it. I guess it's like something I remember that Rain used to tell me was, if I believe it, it's real. It's a choice, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to believe it because it makes life, for me anyway, really fun. Yeah, like it's a game. It's like it's a it's a game. It's fun. It does. Yeah. It feels, it makes life feel much more like a scavenger hunt where you're like, what are the, what are the clues today? And if you compare that to a life where you're just either kind of going through the motions or feeling like, oh, everything everybody else is doing is impacting me, is happening to me, sort of shifting into this kind of mindset allows you to be like, no, these things are happening for me. When you find those little things that you, you can choose, oh, this, here's a meaning and here's how I'm going to learn from this meaning. And use this for my growth and use this to connect better with people, to experience more gratitude, to be more generous, to reciprocate and make decisions in solidarity and all of those things, you know, then it can just be really powerful to allow yourself to be open to it. And I think there there are definitely times where like, maybe I have given a lot more meaning to a synchronicity that I have felt disappointed by it afterwards. But yeah, yeah, that happens. That does happen. Yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely happens when you're like, what? No, this was the, like, yeah, oh, everything was lining up for that. But, but there's, there's a lot that you can, you can still work with that. I'm thinking about a specific example that has to do with a guy. And there was a book that we had in common that was literally impossible for him to even have this book because it's somebody that I know personally from the U.S. and like just ridiculous situation, but nothing ever happened with that. But there's still, there's so much that I can, there's so much that I can learn from that because again, I can just revert to this is the universe being in communication with me. And maybe I read into it too much, but that's okay. The lesson here is universe is talking to me and I, and I can, I can enjoy that. Yeah. It's so funny. I heard somebody once say, if it goes as I planned, I'll be right. If it doesn't, I'll be humbled. And yes, Mm. that's it, right? Because being humbled is the greatest lesson in the world. You know, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks, but it puts you right back on the starting line where you're like, all right, go again. You're playing Mario Kart or something. You get knocked off and then you're back at the starting line. Yes, which was a lesson that's really hard for me, at least in last year when I was sort of learning about how being humble is such an important practice or, or part of this journey. And I was like, I don't get it. What do you mean be humble? I'm in alignment and everything is like all wonderful. And then like you go up and up and up and then boom. And I was like, okay, got my lesson. (laughs) Now I understand it. (laughs) 
we could do a whole other hour on that one. Oh dear. Well, I'll just add to, I think I love your idea with the, with the journal, just sort of remembering this stuff, because I think that can definitely, if you're having a hard day, be a nice thing to revisit. And just a nice reminder of not every moment is going to be, you know, you're not going to feel that connection or those synchronicities in every moment, but just reminders that they exist at all, I think can be really helpful. The other thing I like to do is, and I actually got this from Rain too, is the yoga nidra. I mean, this is a big permission one for me is permission to just actually be relaxed and allow my, my nervous system to really relax. There's so many ways to get into that, but yoga nidra is one of the ways that I really love that because you're just allowing yourself to totally relax and then gain consciousness of how relaxed you are. It's sort of this really amazing experience. And I find that, that when I'm in that kind of flow energy or total nervous system relaxation, that I'm more likely to experience these kinds of fun little things than when I'm busy and stressed and buzzing around and, you know, in my feelings, that's my little, that's my little tip. Love it. Love yeah. It. Well, anything else you want to share today before we part ways? No, I think like, I just hope everybody has a wonderful day. <laughs> I love that. Me too. Fantastic. I, Great to chat with you. Love you as so well. So wonderful. Yes. Love you so, so much. Okay. Bye. Bye.